Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories. Add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Ah, uh, well. Oh man, my settings are way off. Sorry about that. <laughs> that might have been very loud. I have it set up for when I did Let's Play, and it's all messed up. So, welcome back to Skyrim Podcast, episode one twenty. Yay! Right now, it's Victor and I. Hey, how you doing? Good. And uh, Pat's sitting there on mute, so maybe he'll be hopping. Yeah, he'll, he'll he'll wake up eventually. Yeah, yeah. We're not sure what's going on, but. Yeah. He can unmute and hop in it uh, whenever he wishes. <laughs> we might hear about it on the news later. I mean, you never know. Yeah, let's let, let's hope not. But <laughs> anything's possible. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so in this episode, we're going to go over a little bit of the uh, final roundtable feedbacks. Um, nice. We have uh, we have, I believe we have two. We have the one from Ray. Of course, he has his Cyrodolf uh, uh, character, and we have Hearn the Hunter. Uh, a final one there so get into those uh yeah we finished a round table god what was it a month ago now easily yeah at least a month ago yeah april was a busy month for everybody so we kind of pushed back the uh round table feedback and then today got busy for everybody too. yeah yeah we lost a couple it's that time of year where just everything is always going on it feels like yeah totally like winter time nobody wants to go outside uh what's that spring rolls around <laughs> gets a lot tougher to schedule things yeah i've been having actually I, i've been so into fallout 4 lately i've been having a hard time getting myself off the couch but i've been forcing myself <laughs> <laughs> out uh to do some hikes so i'm gonna get, get back into the rhythm of that too so yeah, yeah. we were on vacation last week we did yosemite and all that and mm, nice so we were i was away from skyrim for a good 10 days well get away from all gaming uh for <laughs> for a good 10 days really that must have felt good actually in, in some nice. ways. Yeah, yeah nice reset refresh you know yeah yeah it's funny because i just uh, about that about your sequoia i saw a couple pictures oh, yeah. uh, and i was out there with my son colin who at the time was just about exactly the same age as connor and and uh i took exactly the same pictures in the in the crook of the tree oh, the, yeah. Yep. Yeah, the sherman tree of course he's you know we're, we're related to sherman so that was cool too and and uh, uh yeah it was a lot of fun it's a great place it, it's so amazing well, now look when you look back at the pictures, I'm like, we were showing them to somebody last night when we were out. Um, and you look at the, he's sitting on like the tree and it's just this massive thing of roots. And you're like, my, it just doesn't even look real when you look at, when you're there, it's real. Yeah. yeah. But uh, when you get home and then you look at the pictures, you're like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. It is insane, isn't it? Yeah. They're so huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. how big they are. It, it's like, uh, it was like real life Skyrim for him out there. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Climbing, yeah. There, there was actually one trail that had like stone steps going up uh, to get started. <laughs> so I was like, it's like the seven thousand steps. Or <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love it. Uh, but yeah. no trolls. But, yeah, hopefully not. No, no yeah, frost yeah. trolls. No wolf. Well, I'm sure there's wolves, but no. Wait, wolves are a Yellowstone. So Yosemite would just be like uh, bears and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some bears there, but yeah, I don't think there's. There might be some wolves out in the in the wilderness. It's not that far from uh, uh, their range. Yeah, yeah, they're they're kind of in that that area. Yeah, no, it was really nice. So uh, interesting to see Yosemite in the rain one day. I'll tell you that. That's 
Isn't it gorgeous? I, I just, uh, when we, when Colin and I were out there, um, he was doing, he was actively in the youth climbing leagues at the time of rock climbing. And he was like placed, I don't know, he was like sixth in the country for a while there. And uh, so I, I made sure to take him into Yosemite where you come through that tunnel. And one of the first things you see oh, is yeah. El Cap, you know, and, and he was like, he, he was just like <laughs> awestruck. <laughs> It was great. It was there, perfect, yeah. yeah. So it's an amazing place. Yeah. The first day we didn't see much because it was rainy, but you get to see the, uh, this time of year, the waterfalls are going pretty well anyway, but it, they had so much rain and snow this year. They were flowing like crazy. I'll bet. And then it was raining hard that day anyway, the first day. So we got to see all kinds of extra like things that were flowing that don't normally flow and all that. But nice. you nice. literally could not see there were some, when I was driving up in, at night, the night before, you can see like 10 feet in front of your face because of the fog. Wow. True storms. Just like true storms. Yeah. It was yeah. Yeah, it was like when you head up to like uh, Kynes Grove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except that the waterfalls aren't frozen in place in the distance like they are yeah. in, in Vanilla Skyrim. Yeah. They're actually yeah. moving. Just, yeah, just to bring it back around. That's what, yeah. <laughs> the low distance, much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The great LODs over there in Yellowstone. I mean, in Yosemite, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's funny, it, it, and you can see how I would. I assume they took most of their inspiration from like uh, northern, uh, like northern Scotland and places like that for Skyrim, uh, with the cragginess of it. And yeah, it seems to be especially in the in the the White Run area, the tundra, the tundra areas. It's very much like the he- heather and heath or whatever you call it the, of that that terrain up there. Yeah. Um, not that I've ever been there, but I've seen pictures, you know, and I yeah. read Sherlock Holmes. So, you know, I, yeah, exactly. I, I know all about it. <laughs> Another place I'd like to go is up there, but yeah, definitely. Skyrim trip next time. There we go. Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we have, uh, let's see, I guess we get uh, the first uh, email here. I'll get into that. Actually, I'll, I'll go over a couple of the ones that have nothing to do with it yet, just in case. So, so uh, uh, Timothy emailed in. He's a uh, he's a huge Elder Scrolls fan, playing since uh, Morrowind wow. on the original Xbox. I uh, enjoyed Oblivion and Skyrim SE with mods. Is he's loving that? So uh, he's still early on in the podcast, so he may not actually hear this. Um, he's starting from the beginning to now, so maybe he'll hear this in like a few months. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> hi into the future! Yay! Yeah, exactly. It's amazing how getting back into the game can make you feel, and that uh, it just uh, you know really helped him during the time when he was uh, going you know through job stuff and all that. So he's uh, doing a Khajiit playthrough, and uh, has hundreds of hours in the game and still finding stuff that he never found before. And that's true. Well, even if you found it before, sometimes you forget, and it's still mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. And then uh, Dylan emailed in. He's he was interested in a next season of the roundtable, which uh, I don't think we've nailed down in any way whatsoever. <laughs> so, no, no, I don't think we have. And uh, we'll have to think of something new I, uh, yeah. to, to do, um, maybe mod related or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a, that's our best way to approach it. Is that because we we've done a lot of the other things, so uh, maybe uh, take up what in the heck. Something's playing. What did I hit? That sounds like the theme music. What is it? Oh my gosh. Sorry about that. That was my, oh, 
does my recording. I'll just have to take the audio from. Uh... <laughs> oh no! I, I must have hit my mouse when. Uh... <laughs> I must have hit my mouse <laughs> when I was doing something. So. Oh yeah, well, it's not that hard to strip the audio. Yeah, no. YouTube, yeah. Yeah, let me just make sure. Okay, sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, Mikhail's in the uh, chat. How you doing? Oh, yeah. He wants everybody to do vacation in Nordhagen Beach. Nord- yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I'll, I'll get right on that. <laughs> oh, man. The, Andrew's favorite vacation spot. Yeah, I, uh, I I leaned and I tapped the mouse, and it must have been right over the play button on Audacity, and it switched it off recording to play. So there you go. I couldn't have done that if I was trying to do it, but... <laughs> Accidentally, of course, I could do it at any moment. Oh man! So, okay, I got a. Actually, I think we just have Ray's email here. So we'll have the audio from that. Here we go. This is the final adventure of Siridolf, as you've heard on the the other episodes, of course. Ray stuck in the whole season, which is awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's that is great. Hello, Skyrim Roundtable. Ray here with the final uh, quests for Siridolf Stormhorn. Uh, Siridolf, seeing he had no option, leaves Lydia at Dragon's Reach and rides the dragon to the portal uh, for Sovngarde. Things happened quickly, and he didn't really have time to do too much preparation. So once reaching the Skullduffin Temple, Siridolf uses his ebony blade and works his way through the, the various Draugr and dragons, uh, stand, standing between him and the portal to Sovngarde. Continues making his way up the hill, more Draugr, another dragon, more Draugr. Slowly but surely, he's getting closer and closer to Skaldavan Temple. The Draugr here have to be drawn out one by one to keep them from overwhelming him. Uh, working slowly, uh, up the stairs, the ebony blade steals enough health from each one to keep the fight going. Getting to the puzzle and it's eagle uh, for loot and snake to continue on. Through the spider's nest, which is a breeze after all those Draugr scourge. Another puzzle, not all that difficult. A Draugr scourge lord uh, gives up the diamond dragon claw that opens the door to the storm call word wall. Alduin has amassed quite an army to protect him. Now we face four death lords and a dragon priest. This is going to take some time. Slowly but surely, uh, picking him off uh, one by one with with his bow, he's able to uh, loot their bodies and climb up on the pedestal and leap through to Sovngarde. Walking through the mist, he encounters various Stormcloak and Imperial soldiers trapped in the mist, including Legate Rika. Clear Sky Shout seems to put aside some of the mist, and he made his way up to the Hall of Valor. Occasional glimpses of Alduin through the mist let him know that he was on the right path. He approached the bridge and was met by Sun, Thinking he could get by on his desire to kill Alduin and the fact that he was dragonborn, well, not so lucky. 
on his first try, he tried to go toe to toe and that did not work well. Taking Sun a little more seriously, he was able to pass the test. A quick chat with Iskamore leads him to the three Nords that had sent Alduin forward in time, eager for a rematch. The four of them head outside to the edge of the mist to engage Alduin. With the clear sky scout shout, they eventually broke the mist and the battle ensues. With Dragonrend and the Ebony Blade, Sirdolf went to work. It took a few tries, but eventually the four made headway and prevailed. As Alduin disintegrated, Sirdolf felt the wave of relief. Talking to Sun, he's given the option to leave or stay a little longer. Thinking he might have missed an opportunity to gain some wisdom from the residents of Sovngarde, he crosses the bridge and found the door was locked. Trying to go around to see if there was another way in, he falls off the wall and plummets to his death. And I hadn't saved after defeating Alduin. So, oh no! luckily, Sirdolf gets to fight Alduin again. This time, he wastes no time and, and has Sun send him back to the Tamriel right away. He returns at the throat of the world and is surrounded by dragons. Well, this could be ugly. Fortunately, they don't appear to be hostile. He takes a chance and walks over and talks to Parthenax and realizes the dragons are no threat. Parthenax laments the loss of his dragon brother and flies off. Odeving lands and tells Sirdolf to call him if he ever needs him. All the dragons fly off and Sirdolf is left in peace to look back on all he's accomplished and what he'll do next. So Sirdolf Stormorin is a high elf. Um, I role-played him as half-elf, half-nord. He's level 35. He's 89 in two-handed, 66 in enchantment, and 50 in alchemy, his three assigned skills. Um, His magicka, due to some kind of a buff that I couldn't figure out how to take off, is at 240. Uh, His health is at 190, and his stamina is 260. He had a uh, two magicka, one health, and three stamina um, per uh, allocation. He completed the Civil War on the Stormcloak side, as assigned. Um, He did have uh, Sven as a follower, um, who tragically died uh, fighting an ice wraith as Sirdolf trekked on to uh, fight other battles. Uh, he, he traveled with Glut of the Goat for a while over to Solstein and got Severn Manor, uh, but then uh, returned Gleta to her rightful owner. Uh, he never did get the Shadow Stone. Uh, he never did marry Tor- Torvar. And he didn't get a chance to dar- to join the Dark Brotherhood or adopt the orphan Lucia. So all in all, um, Sirdolf has uh, had a good run, and uh, I would imagine at some point I will uh, continue on with him and see what else uh, I can get uh, done with him. Uh, he's definitely a strong character. Uh, so that is uh, the World Eater Irie, Sovngarde, and Dragon Slayer. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you later.
Excellent. Awesome. That's great, also, Ray. Thank you. I also battled Adeline twice. Oh, yeah. Pat, right there. <laughs> hey, Pat. Hey, guys. Sorry, sorry about that. I was having some kind of bizarre hardware issue. I I was watching the Hangout, but nothing was happening. And I, I thought, you know, then I realized, wait a minute, you guys aren't sitting there for half an hour doing nothing. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, Windows has a funny way of, of uh, you know, shutting off your microphone when you least expect it. Well, this was this was actually my uh, my Mac laptop, which oh. has its has its own separate funny ways, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it sounded like Ray uh, Ray was wrapping up his adventures with uh, with Cyrodo, So, well, so what yeah. was he saying about he, he had a a, a a magic a debuff? Is that what he said at the end, or? No, a buff. Magic buff, so it's too high. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can't. I was trying to think of what that might have been, but I, uh, I don't know. That's yeah, I'm not sure. Um, kind of odd. Yeah, I guess you get you know the amulets, and I mean, I'm sure he tried the amulets and armor pieces and stuff, but yeah, that you would know about. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't remember what he said for what he had for uh, standing stones. Maybe he had something there, percentage increase or something. I, f- I forget which ones are which. Yeah, that could have been. Um, well, he said he never got to the shadow stone. Shadow stone, but he must have had some standing stone. Yeah, the, maybe the one he was using was causing it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get to a few things either. I mean, the, 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 sometimes those roles, because Torvar is is a companions, and I, I don't think you can get him as a follower until late in the companions quest, if I remember. And um, yeah, I had I had Dawn Guard follower. I just never got to that either. So that's, I mean, that's what the roundtable is all about, though. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it's it, it's it's tough to to knock out. Uh, if, you know, if, you, if you're going to go up to like a level 30 ish kind of character, yeah, it's tough to it's tough to get everything because it's such a broad, sweeping game. Yeah, yeah, totally. And Ray, if you uh, continue on with uh, Seardolf, uh, you know, let us know how he's doing. What's going on? Yeah, send updates for sure. Yeah, and if anybody else, like not just for the roundtable, but there's the character generator that Marcus set up on. Uh, the website asapodcasting.com. Uh, click on the Skyrimatic uh, page, or there's also one for Fallout. Uh, if you click on the Fallout feed page, and uh, you can roll yourself a character to use for pretty much anything you want, really, just to change up playing the game. Yeah, it's a great way to get out of your get out of your rut if you're in one. Yeah, yeah. you want to try something new and. Yeah, Marcus Evans for the uh, for the um, Fallout one. He even set up like a ran- randomized the Fudge Muppet build. So like if you just want something Fudge Muppety for inspiration or whatever, it's a lot a lot of lot of ways to grab inspiration. From there. Yeah, there's some, so some there, great tools there for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so Ray was talking about playing uh, like like play, role playing his character as a as a half elf. Is there any um, is there any lore uh, about uh, uh, half half breed? Uh, humanoids in the in the in the well, yeah, Elder Scrolls at all? Yeah, the Bretons the Bretons are half breed. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they were. Uh, it goes way back to the Aldmer, not the Altmer, um, and uh, the uh, I forget. I think the the original human. Uh, and I can't remember what they were called at the time. But anyway, I think it goes back to the Marethic era, but but uh, I'm, I'm probably wrong about that. It goes way back though. But the, yes, the Bretons are, and that's why they're that's why they have a magic buff uh, to begin with. So what's what's the other half of, of a half human and half 
what? Elf. Half oh, elf. Cool. Yeah. Did not realize that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, the Aldmer, the the Aldmer, the, the sort of the, uh, the the proto the proto elves, uh, you know, the uh, like the like the Chimer or Chimer, however you want to pronounce it, are the you know the, the precursors to the Dunmer kind of thing. Yeah. The, the Aldmer, the precursors to the Altmer. So is that so, is uh, is that stuff in any of the games, or is it just backstory that you pick up from books and things? uh the 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 actual uh circumstances happening no i don't think so unless it goes way back into arena or daggerfall or something like that but uh, i think that's that's just that is canon lore as it were that's just from the very beginning at least with the bretons anyway yeah Uh, yeah and yeah the the chimer uh slash dunmer that that's all that all goes back to to lorcan and and uh and the you know the heart of Lorcan and, and and all of that. That have you read up on any of that lore? I mean, that goes back all back to the, the you know the legends about uh, Lorcan and and and, uh, um, and Trinimac and and all the there's a whole mess of stuff uh, that sort of sets up the the, the modern uh, Tamrielic world. Um, it's pretty cool. It's actually well well written. Yeah, I've, I've read a little bit of it, and um, I'm actually way behind. On, I've, I've got the Skyrim book club podcast, but I'm way, way behind on that. And, but uh, I guess I guess that's scattered across what all the games, not just Skyrim. I guess it's in yeah, far away. All the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would highly recommend also the uh, Elder Lore series, which is is really good. He did it like two seasons. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's a great series of podcasts and and uh, really really in depth explanations of lore. Um, that you really have to listen to two or three times to, to absorb everything. <laughs> oh, cool! I, I'll just yeah. check. I, I, uh, <laughs> I I did go back like over over like last summer and uh, and catch up on all the uh, the Keeg's quests. So I've got kind of the other end of the lore. <laughs> 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 if you want to call it that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah definitely air quotes lore. But that was that yeah. was a lot of fun. It's uh, too bad he's not active with that podcast anymore. That was uh, that was a really uh, a really good uh, a really good take on the humorous end. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I have it sitting there just in case it updates one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah, me too. Because uh, <laughs> I was really embarrassed with myself because it was uh, it was it was not literally until after I'd finished the series that I that I realized the joke about his name. So. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, spoiler alert! You know, I didn't. <laughs> It's such a oh it's God, that's been going on like stretched out over such a long time. It must be <laughs> I, to keep that story going is is pretty fun. Um, yeah, because yeah, I, I think as he's, as he was going through that, I think it, you know, he several times he took like multi month breaks, and all of a sudden, yeah. uh, I'm sure if you were listening live at the time, it was a real treat for one of those to pop up after months and months. Yeah, it would pop up like after four or five months. I think it's been almost a year now since the last one uh, i think it was like last summer possibly was the last one it, it's yeah that that's i think that's when i was listening to it like you know roughly over the summer um, yeah that must have been when the last new one popped up i think some something like that it was probably about a year ago yeah 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 the website is is like way way out of date <laughs> <laughs> there's not much on it uh, so i was just looking at it to see if he'd updated anything but no yeah, it just comes randomly from 
time to time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Pat, have you been uh, just fallouting, or have you? Uh, yeah, mostly mostly fallouting. Although I did uh, Victor after uh, getting my new PC set up, and I, uh, I I think you and I were exchanging on Messenger like some of the Gopher tips. So I went back and I went back and read. Uh, well, watch you know, watched his whole like original Skyrim uh series about you know different you know the textures and the meshes and everything and that was actually really helpful because even though the specific mods don't necessarily apply to special edition all the all the introduction to uh to, to loot and nexus mod manager and how meshes work and all that stuff was really was was really really helpful yeah it's it, it's some of it's out of date but it's all good advice no matter what so yeah uh, absolutely yeah yeah so i went back and i so i actually started up uh uh, a, a bunch of just like basic mods um, for for special edition, and I, I, I kicked off a game, and then and then kind of drifted back over to Fallout because we got the the roundtable going over there, and I had to get caught up on that character. But and, that, and also, Victor, I was trying some of those uh, those other mods you post on the Facebook book and, and Facebook and, and Fallout. But uh, but yeah, I'm looking looking forward to, to, to once I kind of get through this little, little stretch of obsessing over Fallout, I definitely want to get back in and uh, and start messing around with the. Uh, uh, with with the with the modded Skyrim a little bit because I was having a good time playing with some of that stuff and yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to to configure I guess you know, Victor you and I were emailing or maybe on the Facebook page I forget which about uh, um, the UI so so it sounds like what you're telling me is that Sky UI is is still pretty functional it just doesn't have some of the advanced functionality that you pick up in 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 the the uh, the original Skyrim well what you, what you have for the yeah for SE it's the version 2.6 which was the last version that didn't require SKSE so you don't have the search functions and more importantly for a lot of people uh, you don't have the mod configuration menu um, oh, yeah. then it doesn't matter because mods that use the mod configuration menu require SKSE too so since that doesn't exist yet for uh, Skyrim SE then it you know, it's a moot point. So, so, um, um, or it's academic actually, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and it, it works perfectly well. It looks a little, a little clunky compared to the relatively streamlined, you know, version 5.1, but, uh, uh, it may be the only sky UI we ever get even once SKSE comes out. So, um, so that's, you know, <laughs> It, it is what it is. There are a few other UI replacers. I've never tried them. I should look into that for one of the mod talks. Um, but, uh, um, you know, it's still better than the clunky console-based original UI. So Yeah. Yeah, I did the, uh, I loaded up, the, was it Def UI for Fallout? Is that the right? For Fallout, it? yeah, there's, yeah. The, there's Def UI, and there's also, um, there's one other one I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. Um, yes, I've been, I've been using that in my Fallout games. So I definitely want. To, I, did, I didn't load it in Skyrim, but I want to try it because it, it's really nice. I don't know if I've never tried it in, in Skyrim. I uh, I found it. Uh, it's for Fallout. I thought it was just too much of a good thing. It's just too <laughs> many things that are configurable and movable and placeable and everything else. I I sort of I I tried it way back when when back in like early 2016 when it came out and. Um, I think that was right after F4SE came out, and uh, I don't know. I just thought it was there was too much, too much to to think about. So I went for uh, <laughs> I went for um, uh, iHUD instead. <laughs> Get rid of it instead. Yeah, you know. I I I forget 
whether I, I, I definitely didn't do anything. I think I, I think I actually just loaded the default and then valve the sales item sorting. And mm-hmm. I, think I, I just kind of left it at that, and I, I didn't do any of the really super advanced stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually good. There's the valve sales stuff is great, and he's he's a, a Skyrim modder too. So um, there's stuff there's stuff for Skyrim from him or her. I don't know which. Um, but yeah, but I was uh, Mike, Michael. The, the thing I was trying to start up in uh, Skyrim was uh, I was I was trying to play around with yeah you know, with something that um, that that wasn't that wasn't arching. Just you know, just just to just to get away from that a little bit. But uh, uh, I don't know if there's anything uh, like in, in Fallout. Like if you want to do a melee build and not use guns, you can use like you know grenades as kind of a backup, right? When you when you absolutely have to do something at range. But I don't know if there's any. I, I guess in Skyrim there's spells. I guess would be the alternative. Yeah, I guess they're yeah. kind of your equivalent, yeah, to yeah. A, a grenade or something like that. Yeah, and, and of course, yeah, the, the followers or whatever. So that was what I was, I was going to play around with that to see if I could get by with without without doing archery and you know between spells and a follower, maybe uh, just just to just to kind of do something different. Yeah, yeah, I think spells would definitely uh, lend itself well to that, especially like uh, if you want to try something different, like illusion, where you wouldn't even have to battle them; they can keep them at bay. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense because I didn't do illusion much with my round table character at all. So actually, that that would that would be a good call just to play around with illusion a little bit. I've only got the character up to like level two or something. I'm just basically leaving Riverwood, so I, it's it's got a long way to go before it gets functional. So uh, I'm, I may I may go down the illusion route. Illusion to level two is tough. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, well, it's, uh, what, what I was the reason I was going away from Archer is I was I was trying to thinking about playing like uh, role playing like a. Uh, uh, a D and D style cleric, which you know, I, I don't know if you guys ever played D and D, but you know, the, the 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 thing there is they have to. It's it's like based on sort of like you know, you know Christian knights who couldn't shed blood, so they could bash things with a mace. So they could use a sword or a dagger. They could use a mace or a warhammer or flail or whatever. So um, uh, that that's what I was thinking about doing. Just doing mostly mace and uh, mace and heavy armor. Oh, okay, yeah. If you use uh, illusion, you could use like calm or. Or fury to you know um, have them do the damage themselves to each other or yeah. So can can you with the um, with the perks can you eventually get your illusion up to where it will affect fairly high levels? Because I know it's like without the perks you, you can't affect very oh, high yeah. level yeah. stuff. Yeah, it, it, uh, pretty much the only thing it can you affect. Uh, I'm trying to think, are dragons pretty much the only thing you can't affect? I'm pretty sure if you get high enough, you can do mammoths and giants, right? I I haven't done much with illusion, I'm afraid. Um, so I'm, I don't know. You know, I know you have to take a perk to do undead and um, automatons and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can affect almost everything except for uh, dragon. Obviously, you would have to have enough skill and perks and all that. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can affect everything. I'm looking at, at Ordinator right now, but I, I, uh, I'd have to. Yeah, obviously dragons you wouldn't be able to, but yeah, everything else you should be uh, should be able to. I'm I'm pretty sure I have even in vanilla. I I believe I have, where I've run it up to like uh, you know, um, hundred illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna go probably vanilla with with perks and spells this time just to get myself a little more familiar with some of the other, mm-hmm. you know, it's always like a triordinator or apocalypse or anything this, this time yeah. through just to kind of get familiar with the, the basics a little bit more. 
Yeah, I've done it with in the vanilla game. Uh, I've run illusion pretty high um, and run a character that pretty much just uh, used only illusion most of the time. So it was uh, it's uh, it can be pretty strong, pretty powerful as you get higher level. Uh, like most of the magic, you know, we get to that point, that tipping point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. incredibly powerful. Yeah, yeah. you just got to stay alive when you get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and with illusion, it's even harder because yeah, you're not doing any damage. So, <laughs> it's, yeah. but you have uh, you'll have invisibility, obviously muffle things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I've never thought of illusion as something you can use as a as your only school of magic. It really needs to go with with other things to to be a, a you know versatile. Yeah, yeah. It is tough to use just that. I, I will say that. Uh, I mean, you can, but it's definitely way harder. It's definitely not something as simple. You have to plan out what you're going to do uh, if you go that route, especially lower levels again. Yeah, yeah. But it is really nice in like larger battles where you can just like throw a fury spell or frenzy or whatever you know, whichever level you're at, in there and uh, watch uh, watch them all take each other out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, and then you can head down and finish the one or two that are left or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is good for that but uh oh yeah we were going to break this into two episodes so let me uh let me end this episode and we'll, we'll be right back uh in a momentarily or in a week depending <laughs> um so uh that was the wrap-up of the roundtable feedback from ray um of course ray please send some more if you like uh with Cyril. And, uh, of course, anybody can send any story to any time. Feel free or any questions or whatever else. Um, next episode, uh, we may be getting into uh, some mod talk plans, possibly. Yeah. And uh, some other random Skyrim stuff. So uh, I guess that's it for this episode. Check out all the other shows at uh, asapodcasting.com. And... Uh, Bye, everyone. See ya. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Skyrim Addict. You can find all of our contact information, YouTube channel information, as well as other shows over at asapodcasting.com, including our newest show, The Fallout Feed. Special thanks to Claire Lafar for the show's artwork. You can find her stuff at etsy.com slash myafireprints, M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. And a thank you to Dan Bull for the use of his music in the roundtable open and close. You can find him on YouTube or iTunes. Just search Dan Bull. Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, later, everyone. <laughs>